Hey, everybody, it's episode 124 of the Katie Lance podcast. And in this podcast, I had the pleasure of interviewing my dear friend, Leslie McRossi. Leslie is a broker out in Colorado. She's a longtime Academy member. She's one of our mastermind attendees. And we had such a great conversation about real estate, how social media has impacted her business, and just how she is really maximizing social media in 2021. I know you guys are going to love this conversation. So let's get on with the show. You're listening to the Katie Lance Podcast. If you're an entrepreneur, social media geek, real estate pro, a mom, or maybe all of the above, and ready to level up your social media game, you're in the right place. Katie Lance here, founder and CEO of Katie Lance Consulting and Get Social Smart Academy. And I am so excited for our latest episode here today. Today is our Academy Spotlight, our Get Social Smart Academy Spotlight. This is something we do each and every month. Uh, and today I'm really excited to chat with a dear friend of mine, Leslie McRossi. Uh, and for those of you who don't know Leslie, Leslie is a broker owner of Lark Realty Group in the Denver, Colorado area. Um, she's also a dear friend, a longtime Academy member. She's one of our mastermind attendees. And I have to share with you guys, just in preparation for this interview, I went over to Leslie's LinkedIn profile. I don't know, I didn't even tell her about this, but I went to her LinkedIn (laughs) and I love what she said on her profile. She says, my philosophy is simple. My clients come first. I pledge to be in constant communication with my clients, keeping them fully informed throughout the entire buying and selling process. I don't measure success through achievement or awards, but through the satisfaction of my clients. And I strive to achieve a five-star client experience with every transaction. So I absolutely love that. Welcome, Leslie, to the show. Thank you so much, Katie. I'm so happy to be here today. Oh, we're thrilled to have you. It's uh, it's It's been a long time coming, so I'm excited to have you here uh, and just uh, chat about your business and social media and, and all that good stuff. Uh, so I, I love that you went to my LinkedIn profile. It's something that I sometimes forget about, um, but that is kind of my motto all the way through is just really trying to have a client experience. Um, so thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I always like to do a little bit of homework on my guests <laughs> before, uh, before we have them on. So, um, let's kind of start at the beginning. Um, I would love for people who don't know you to tell us a little bit about how you got into real estate and then what does your business look like today? Yeah. Thank you. Um, So I spent probably 20 plus years in medical sales and I worked for a large company. um, And then Siemens actually ended up buying us out back in, gosh, 1998. So I did that for a really long time. And then I had my own small business selling refurbished ultrasound equipment to private practice physicians. But reimbursement started to change around this time. And so physicians weren't really imaging in their offices anymore. They were outsourcing to the imaging centers or back to the hospital. So I thought, uh uh-oh. I need to find a new job. So um, commercial real estate has always been in my background. My dad was a builder and a developer. And, you know, I used to love that aspect of it. And then from the, I don't know, the transition into residential real estate, I had several friends who had said, you, you love people, you love engaging with them, you love helping people. So maybe real estate should be your, your next career. So I took off a year and then got my license and then kind of parlayed all those skills. I already have a sales marketing um, and contract negotiation background. So it seemed to kind of be a good 
fit. So I started, got my license about five years ago and then didn't really do anything kind of for the first year. Um, and felt like, gosh, how am I going to reinvent myself to people who've known me in medical sales for so long? So I kind of thought, well, social media, I was just dabbling kind of in Facebook here and there. And then somehow I came across you, it must've been through a Facebook ad with the get social smart book. And I thought, Oh, I need this. So, <laughs> so I like that. <laughs> and it just, and then I kind of, we went from there. That's awesome. Because you've only been in real estate five years, really, or you about five years or so. Yeah. So licensed for five years. Um, and then really started, um, working with it, you know, with your book and trying to figure out how to kind of reinvent myself in front of people, you know, I, I bought some leads for a little bit, um, but that didn't really pan out at all. And it was super expensive. And so I just really am a believer of that no like, and trust factor, you know, before I even got into real estate. So Absolutely. I felt like people already know me and like me for the most part. <laughs> so I need to focus on those who already know me because that relationship is already established. Um, I just had to find a way to um, let them know that I'm doing something different. And so that's you know, kind of where the social media uh, aspect. But I've always came believed that you are so much more than a logo also. So, and because I have an entrepreneurial spirit, I knew that as soon as I could, um, I would get my employing broker's license and then open my own brokerage. So in Colorado at the time, you just needed to have two years of experience, two years of your license, I should say, hmm. <laughs> not even X amount of transactions. It was kind of crazy. So I think I had done six deals or something at the time <laughs> when I got my license, but um, did that started my brokerage and now it's been growing. And, um, most of my focus is through social media and it's still all through referral. I'm super, super grateful that everything I do is people who either know me directly or they've referred me over to, to somebody. So wow. that's where we are today. It's been fantastic. That's great. So no more buying leads. No, no, <laughs> I think I did that for six months. And you know, that was, they were expensive. I, I think I was paying six or $700 a month money. I didn't have, cause I yeah. was just starting out in real estate. Um, so stopped doing that. And then really honestly, just kind of embraced your get social smart book. And <laughs> because it gave me the outline of what to do and ideas of what to say, and, um, it gave me some structure around it. And so and it wasn't always um, like real estate oriented posts that I would do, but it was just kind of fun ideas to, to get out there and connect. And I think at the time lists were a big deal with Facebook. Yeah. Um, so there was, you know, making your list of like your realtors and your close friends and things like that. So you could interact with people that way. So that was, you know, kind of a helpful tool and um, just staying top of mind with people. If it's somebody's birthday to either call them or text them. And I started doing, um, videos. So I love doing a quick little video to somebody. Um, I do it always when I'm introduced to somebody as a referral, um, we'll get a text introduction. And then I just drop a little text message to that new person and say, Hey, I just want to put a face with a name, give them maybe That's some awesome. stats about real estate and that people share that with other friends. I don't think people are used to doing that or, or receiving that yeah. kind of introduction. So they share it with others. And so I think that's one way of kind of standing apart, but do you just take a little video on your phone and just, you just text it over? Mm -hmm. That's Super awesome. Easy. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I think sometimes we overcomplicate things too. You, you know, it's just, it's just that extra, extra little effort, you know, that just one extra little thing that, that helps you stand out, you know, among others. Yeah. That, and you know, it's nice 
for me, I'm always super impressed if I like message you maybe an Instagram messenger and then you do a voice text even, or like a voice mm. memo back. Yeah. It's so much more personal. And I think, oh my gosh, she took the time <laughs> to say something. And then there's just yeah. another personal connection there. I love those audio messages, I guess selfishly because I don't have to be on camera. <laughs> so you can just uh, send a quick audio message, but I agree. I find that when I do that, there's always sort of this reaction of like, oh my gosh, like it just, there's just something about hearing someone's voice, you know, whether it's through that or whether it's through video, it's just that extra layer of being personal. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I love it so much. It just makes it makes a nice difference. That's for sure. Absolutely. So let's kind of unpack the social media stuff a little bit. What are you doing right now that you feel like is working really well? And are you able to, you know, social media is one of those funny things where it's sometimes it's hard to point back to, is it working? Is it not working? I mean, is there something that you think that you're doing that seems to be working really well where you can see, gosh, that's impacting people contacting me or that's impacting my bottom line, or maybe you're just getting a lot of engagement from something that you're doing. So just curious what's, what's working for you right now. And maybe what's not working too. Because <laughs> yeah, I have the experience now where I can see what does work and what doesn't work. And yeah, I mean, I think it was probably something that you've always encouraged us to do is done is better than perfect. So I always have it on my desk because I find that I get in my head and then I don't want to do something until it's perfect. Or I know exactly what I'm saying or have to look a certain way or whatever it might be. Um, but with social media, I've just started kind of jumping out there and and doing things I've, I've learned to kind of stay in my lane and certain things. Um, before I found you, I was constantly chasing the next shiny object of social media, this, or the guru for that. And I, I can't do that. And there's no reason to do that because you have it all. So thank you. Um, I'm super grateful for that. Um, so I found that I don't do everything. Um, I wanted to, like, I love, you know, some other people who do amazing YouTube videos and they're so professional and they're so chock full of education. But when I tried to do that, it didn't work. It didn't come out naturally or authentically. It felt forced. And so as much as I wanted to do that, I scrapped that. So I really stick with Facebook. Facebook is, um, it is my personal platform. I know most everybody on there. I'm really selective on who I become friends with. Just because you send me a Facebook request, I'm not going to accept you. Um, and I do that for a variety of reasons. I, I don't know you. And so I don't necessarily want you in part of my personal life. Uh, but I have found that on Facebook, things that work are just me still being me and still being personal and still engaging with my friends. Um, when I post certain things that are real estate related, they kind of get glossed over unless it's something super cool, you know, about a house yeah. or a room. Nobody wants to hear me posting those things. But every once in a while I do because people need to remember that this is mm-hmm. my my job. Um, and then the other platform that I've really embraced is Instagram. I love Instagram for so many reasons. Um, and I think there was a little concern where there was a recent announcement that, you know, it was not going to be a photo sharing app anymore, which is not true. They're just putting a little more focus on the video side. So right. I'm trying to just kind of embrace what you have said too, of just getting in there and, and doing it. And so video seems to work and I love it. And so my future strategy, um, is kind of composing five different areas of video on Instagram when it comes to reels and IGTV, which I love because that's kind of where I put my educational content now, which is 
um, unscripted, but a little bit longer than the 60 seconds. So it kind of lives there. Um, the videos in my grid and then stories. I mean, Instagram stories are so fantastic and they are like free, fast real estate advertising or just advertising of yourself right there. And they're so fun to make too. So those all work. And what I love about Instagram too, is I connect with other realtors in other cities and States. Um, I don't necessarily follow realtors in my Denver market um, just because then I get derailed and think, Oh no, this person's doing that. Maybe I need to share. <laughs> and so I don't right. want to do that. I just want to focus on what I'm doing, but I do kind of network and, um, you know, build those relationships with outside realtors. And that has really helped. I have now like realtor Instagram friends, you know, one person, we went to social media marketing world together and got adjoining rooms a couple of years ago. And I can learn from others. So one, it's a networking tool. So we refer people back and forth. I've absolutely gotten referrals um, off of Instagram. It's been fantastic. And if you see something that someone's doing, you can kind of save that post for inspiration for something that you can do and adapt it for yourself in your own, in your own market. So I think that's, that's That's a great idea. Yeah. My Facebook friends don't want to hear all about real estate. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I I think it's interesting that you bring that up because I, I, I feel like I have a very similar experience between Facebook and Instagram and um, and it's it, they're similar, but, but different, right? I mean, it's, it's just different in who you're connected to. I feel like, <clears throat> excuse me, I feel like Facebook is still a lot of people who knew me from way back then, you right. know, sort of in other chapters of my life. And it sounds like you kind of feel that same way. And Instagram, there's a mix of that, but then there's also people that you, you don't know that you've just connected through, through Instagram, which, uh, which is also really kind of a cool thing. I know. I love it. And then I think their focus with reels is to really kind of put your information and content in front of people who don't know you and don't interact with you. So now that I finally jumped in, I was terrified to do reels, but I loved them. I love your reels. And you guys, I'm going to put Leslie's Instagram handle below. So no pressure, but check, first of all, follow Leslie. Second of all, check out her reels. I remember the, before you were doing reels, you were really like messaging back and forth. And I was like, you can do it. (laughs) You can do it. Just do it. And now you guys, she's got the music. She's got like, she's pointing and like totally creative. I'm like, okay, you like surpassed me on the reels. Like you got it. <laughs> so funny. But I had, that's kind of this perfectionistic side. Like I don't want to do anything unless I can produce something super perfect. And no. it just doesn't need to be that way. <laughs> um, but I did, I messaged you for like six or eight weeks. Like I'm, I'm going to do it today. I'm going to Get a Sunday. I'm doing it. And then I was like, oh, didn't do it. I'm terrified. Um, <laughs> and don't you feel like now that you've done a bunch of them, like you now all of a sudden you get like a lot of ideas for like, oh, that would be a good one. Or oh, I could do that. You know, they just sort of pop up in different scenarios. Yes. And what I love about that too, is I try to kind of make my day be like a documentation day. So I have folders on my, on my phone for either music that I hear. So if I hear a song, you know, on the radio, I'm like, oh, that would make for a really good reel or something's happening during the day, then I just kind of document that. And then definitely, That's you know, in your explore page for reels, you're getting fed all kinds of information. And so, you know, my plug for reels is um, doing trending music, but listen to the words because you want to make sure yes. it's the right song. That's you a very good point. Trend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Image that you're putting out there. So I, I think right. yeah, I need to be aware of that. Um, but then take something you see and then tweak it for, you know, real estate. And some of mine are, I would say some of mine are fun. Not really. I guess some of the most of them are somehow real estate related, but what I have learned with that too. And again, it's all a learning process is 
you know, I will do an Instagram post following my insights and seeing when my audience is on and that will do well. My reels do better at night if I post them after 7.30 at night. Hmm. So those that I have posted during the day, like when my audience is on, maybe get four or 500 views, but anything I post at night gets over 2000 views. So interesting. Oh my gosh. And that was true too. And I, <laughs> I first reel and I messaged you, I'm like, I have a thousand views. And I thought I was going viral. No, I people get like hundreds of thousands. <laughs> Hey, I'll take a thousand views any day of the week. That's a, that's a thousand more people who didn't know me. And I've gotten 15 new followers probably in the last two weeks that have come straight from my reels. So that's great. That's good. And then I know what people like my top reels are the ones that are, are lip syncing versus some of the other ones. So now I know and, and I think what's great is, you know, it is, it's all related to what you're doing. It's not, I mean, yes, you're doing, I saw some that you're doing lip syncing and things like that, but it's all related back to who you are and it's related to real estate. And it doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like it's this different version of you. Like, it's just like an extension of you and your brand and your personality, you know? And so it's, I think, I just think it's a lot of fun. And I think, like you said, you just have to kind of dive in and, and try it out and uh, see what works. And I love that, that feedback about posting at night. I I'm just thinking psychologically, a lot of people, you know, you're busy during the day you're working. And so I know I'm on social media a lot at night, just kind of scrolling through and watching videos and reels and whatever. So, you know, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. I'm going to try to try that. My next reel posted at night. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did I just teach Katie something? I'm so excited. <laughs> you did. I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. That's awesome. So we got Facebook, we've got reels. There's a lot of people who watch our podcast or listen to our podcast, watch our videos who are just struggling with social media. You know, they're overwhelmed. They feel like, oh my gosh, like I, they just feel like it's just a big time suck. Do you have any advice for people who were just feeling overwhelmed with what to do and where to do it. I mean, you mentioned the whole done is better than perfect, which I am a huge believer in, um, as, as you know, but I know, I know it can just feel really overwhelming and we just, we tend to overanalyze things and then we don't do anything. Right. So just wondering if you have any advice for that person. I do, because that's, that's really where I was when I first read your book, because you did an amazing job at outlining all of the different, um, mediums and what to do and how to do it. So I felt like I needed to do everything, but you can't. Cause then I just didn't want to be this Jill of all trades and then not doing anything well or learning from it. And so for me, I just zoned in on my peers of Facebook, um, Instagram. And then I use LinkedIn because those are like those 500 plus connections are all people that I actually know and have worked with. And so I keep that still professional. I'll do like a blog post or something that could be evergreen for wherever you're living. So I would say that you have to go with whatever's natural and, and feels good for you. Um, you know, some people really love Pinterest, for example, and Twitter. I don't know anything about Twitter and don't want to be there, but, um, it might be natural and feel authentic. So it's really finding the niche where you're most comfortable and you show up authentically and can shine because don't try to be everything to everybody. And, um, I think that comes through. So. And it's okay. I think I've realized and learned that too, that as much as I wanted to have this great YouTube channel, currently it's not <laughs> for me. So yeah. hopefully sometime it'll get there. And I think really just kind of reading that book and joining the Academy, because, you know, when I first started, 
you were the, um, really the roadmap to help guide me to what I needed to do and for ideas. And then now I'm busy and I have my own content ideas and I get questions. I have the most amazing first time home buyer right now. I love her. She asks all the hard questions and it's awesome. exciting. And I'm thinking if she's asking those questions, I need to document that other people are going to have the same questions. So I'm getting my content, but now where I've kind of shifted with the Academy is I don't have time to know what's trending and what changes are happening, but I know I can go to you. And so I know I can always log into my Academy site and see what's happening. Great example. I really enjoy doing Facebook lives. And so learning how to do the be live uh, technology from you was super helpful. So I can just pop back in and and get a refresher on how to do that and still interview other people. Um, cause I think that's yeah. important. And, um, I think I just went on this huge tangent, but no, it's great. <laughs> no, I appreciate like, that. Start with, you know, the roadmap of what you guys provide and experiment with it and see what feels good and what feels right and what comes natural and doesn't feel forced. And if you have to sit down and think, oh no, I need to plan out this content and then it needs to be posted here, here, and here, and here, and I can't do it and I'm overwhelmed, then don't do that. Just take a couple of little chunks and, but you got to get started. And another tip that you have given, which is so hands down true, is you have to give to get. And so I really focus on that, both on Facebook and on Instagram. If you're on Instagram, read somebody's post, like read the post or flip through the carousel and find something that resonates. Don't just give a little heart emoji, find something that speaks to your heart and then authentically respond back to somebody. And that's really how I've developed friendships on Instagram. And Facebook is always, it is definitely my personal platform and it's always coming from my heart. So any interactions that are on Facebook are are that. Those are all, that is such great, great advice. And one of the things I've actually been trying to do with Instagram, I'll just throw in a little tip here, I guess, is that, you know, most of what I do on Instagram is on my phone, but what's nice about the the desktop version of Instagram is that you can still comment on people's posts and you can, you can just type more. Right. And so I love like, to your point of not just clicking that like button, clicking the heart. Like if you're, if you have five minutes and you can scroll through on the desktop version of Instagram, it's a lot easier to write like a sentence or two and a sentence or two comment on Instagram Mm -hmm. is like, Whoa, someone took the time to write a couple, you know, like that's very meaningful. And, you know, I think that goes back to your point of just being a giver and, um, and just paying attention, being a noticer, you know, what's going on. So I love that. Like something that someone's done, it's easy to, you know, if you like their story or you like their posts that they have or whoever you're following, maybe it's, you know, I like wine. And so I do a wind down Wednesday I love that. <laughs> if I, you know, I love my wine. Wine. <laughs> um, I'll just share it. And so you can share it onto your story. So give people love that way too. And brag about other people. I have a ton of cool people who are business owners in my life that I love to kind of to, to brag about and um, authentically, of course, and uh, share their information. I didn't know you could do that on Instagram. I'm always on my phone for Instagram. I didn't know that I could go to my desktop and do something too. Yeah. There's not a whole lot you can do on the desktop version of Instagram, but, um, I've just started doing that recently. And I just found that it, it helps to make those, I can just write more, it's more of a meaningful comment. I can use someone's name. I can, you know, just, just write something a little bit more thoughtful. And I, I just find that if, if I only have time to just comment on a few things that I'd rather do that than scroll through and like 30 things, right. It just, just feels a lot more authentic. So I thought I'd share that tip. <laughs> yeah, 
I love um, what you did too about pinning comments. I didn't realize that too. So I love no. somebody gave her some really, really thoughtful feedback on a post that I did. Um, it was with a seller who I had, who was so grateful that they got as much as they did for their house. And so instead of being greedy, like some sellers are kind of being right now, he was over the top grateful. And so he gave um, a credit for some stuff and then also bought the home warranty. And so mm. she made a really thoughtful comment about that. And so I pinned it up to the top because it was, it was very kind. And um, that's great. I want other people to see that there is some real engagement going back and forth. And I just wanted to brag on my seller because he was amazing. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. For, I mean, for those of you watching, if you don't, if you don't know, when you're on Instagram, there's a little button where you can just basically kind of swipe right next to someone's comment. Don't delete the comment. comment. <laughs> the, trash, <laughs> the trash can button is also right there, but there's a little pin button and you pin it. And then basically it brings that, that comment to the top. And also that person gets a notification and it's kind of a flattering thing. Like, Oh, they pinned my comment. That was a really lot, you know, so it's just a nice little, a nice little thing. So I love that you mentioned that. Um, this is awesome. Well, Leslie, I know we could go on and on and I'm going to keep you on for a few minutes longer because we love to have a few extra questions exclusive for our podcast listeners. So will you stay with us for a few more minutes? Absolutely. I would love to. Awesome. And um, if you're listening to this thinking, okay, I need to get a handle on my social media, like Leslie has, we are going to link to uh, my book, Get Social Smart below. And also we would love for you to check out our Get Social Smart Academy. You can go to katielance.com forward slash academy to get the scoop on what that is all about. So Leslie, thank you so much for being with us today. I just, I absolutely loved our conversation today. Thank you, Katie. It was really wonderful. And I just can't say enough for you being kind of our beacon in the world of social media. I'm super grateful. Thanks. Thank you so much. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. We are back with Leslie and, um, you know, we just had a great conversation about her business and social media. She gave so many great tips. And so I've got two more questions for you, Leslie. I always like to ask a couple extra ones for our podcast listeners. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. So we do have a lot of folks who listen to the podcast who are in real estate, but we also have a lot of folks who are just thinking about real estate or they're new to the business. And um, I thought it'd be great to just ask you because you've you know, been in real estate um, just a few short years, but it's been amazing to see how your business has grown. Um, do you have any advice for maybe a newer agent or someone who's thinking about real estate, maybe a, a tip or two that, that you might be able to give? Absolutely. Um, I think deciding to make that career change and go into real estate for some people seems like, oh, I just have to get my license and naturally business is going to happen. And it just doesn't work that way. Um, it definitely takes some grind and some work and a little bit of time to, to kick in. So I just go back to real estate is a human experience. It's a human business. Um, some companies want to try to take away that aspect of it. But at the end of the day, you're working with people like buyers and sellers together. Um, you're really that mediator. And so people have to know you. So they just have to know you and trust you with that experience. So I would say you have to just start working within your sphere. There is no reason to buy random leads from random people um, and spend that much money because you don't have it when you're really starting out. So really try to focus on the people that you know taking them to lunch, uh, taking them to coffee and become the expert in your market. So easy to grab some real estate stats and just have maybe three key points that come out each month. Um, and you just will set yourself apart from many other people. 
That's so. great advice. I love that. I love it. The other yeah. thing I always love to ask too, um, you know, I know we're on our phone all the time and, you know, we talked about social media a lot in this episode, and I'm just wondering if there are maybe one or two apps that you're using lately, either for social media or maybe just to help keep yourself organized or if there's anything that you tend to be using these days. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorites is I, I downloaded it a couple, a couple of years ago, but I have just gone back to it recently since people like quick and easy video type things. And so it's ripple, which is R I P L and it's super easy um, to just load up. I think anywhere from like two to 10 images and then it creates a video for you. And I do have the paid version, so I don't know what the, the non-paid version, but the paid version allows you to put your logo on there and then have a backslider page that has all of your contact information. Hmm. Um, but you load up your photos and then it spits out like 12 or 14 different um, sample videos. So you just pick the one that you like and you can oh, customize the music and put your brand colors on and things like that. So that has been super fun and easy. Um, and then I think I, I need the paid version. I must have the free version because I didn't realize that you could do that. So see, you taught me something else today. I love it. It's <laughs> awesome. I love it. It's super easy. And then I do use, I do use a Lightroom app because sometimes when I take photos, you know, when I'm touring a home, the light's just not quite right. And Lightroom has some presets where it just poof, it just brightens everything perfectly. Um, and then I don't have to worry about highlights and shadows and trying to do everything myself on my phone. So that's Those a great app. I think it's a dope. Uh, it might even call Adobe Lightroom. I think it's like tech. It is. You're right. Yeah, it's app, Adobe. But, but I agree that that's it's great to just to just brighten up uh, a picture. And I feel like we've come a, a long way. It used to be with filters. We would try to do all these kind of like crazy fun filters, which is still kind of fun sometimes. You know, with mm -hmm. like Instagram stories. But right, I think for you know for listings, for homes, for like you know other types of of, uh, of photos. Sometimes you just need to brighten it up, get up, get some of the shadows out, and mm -hmm. you know make it pop a little bit more. So that's awesome. Yeah. Good stuff. Anything else that you want to add that I didn't ask you or that you want to cover? If not, it's okay too. I know we covered a lot today. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think that it's just. It really, all of this goes back to social media is not going away. You know, I think yeah. 10 years ago or so people were like, oh, no one's going to use this. Just like people said, e-commerce will go away. You know, people are going to go back to brick and mortar stores. No, <laughs> things are things are changing. And so we have to learn to embrace it. And, and sometimes it's hard, but my suggestion just goes back to um, don't be overwhelmed. Don't try to go into all of the platforms. Just pick something that you're comfortable with and learn how to be the expert in that, in that area with that technology so that you can um, promote yourself authentically in front of your friends and, and followers. I love that. I think that's great advice. Authenticity. That's the name of the game. You know, that's uh, that, that, and I think sometimes authenticity gets, it gets a, a bad rap. It doesn't mean you have to share every moment and every meal and every, you know, every nuance It's just, you know, just just being real, you know, and that really shines through. And I have loved just seeing, you know, your business grow and just everything that you're doing. It's just, it's, it's awesome. So I'm just so happy that we're connected and you're part of our Academy family and uh, it's just awesome. So thank you so much for being with us, Leslie. This has been so much fun. Thank you, Katie. I really love it. And I do love the Academy family. It's everybody's so supportive and I'll just add this one little personal bit. I was uh, going through a divorce and I posted a question in the Academy group about changing my name. 
and also changing kind of my Instagram handle. And so many people chimed in with really helpful Mm. advice and support and feedback. So we're all there to help one another with um, the technology aspect, but then we're also, I think, there to help each other from a personal aspect. We all want to see one another grow and thrive in your academy group. And I just think it's a special, special group of people for sure. Oh, thank you. I, I know we, we feel that way. I'm always a little biased, but it's, a, you know, it's, it's, it's great to see that when that's one of the things I think we love is just the community we have, mm-hmm. um, which I think is so important. So thank you again. I so appreciate you being here. Uh, and just thank you to all of our listeners. We so appreciate uh, you tuning in and listening. We are going to put all of Leslie's um, contact info below. I've got her website, her Instagram, so you can reach out, connect with her. Of course, if you need a great realtor in the Denver area, of course, you can always reach out to uh, to Leslie as well. Um, and for our podcast listeners, if you enjoyed this, the best thing you can do is share it out. Uh, share it out on Facebook or Instagram. Take a screenshot tag me, tag Leslie, and we would absolutely love uh, to connect with you. And of course, if you really, really enjoyed the episode, leave us a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts. Thank you again, Leslie. This has been so much fun. And uh, thank you everyone for tuning in. Until next time, bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you want more, head over to katielance.com and check out the Get Social Smart Academy. Also, sign up for a free email newsletter packed full of great content. Until next time, get social smart.